No somos una, pero ese mm, hace rato. Sin el retrato ni contacto, pero se la do trago y sabe que me pongo bellaca. No, ah, some bad bunny. That was a great concert. Oh, it was so good. I'm pissed I didn't jump that stage, but I mean, everyone was everyone's been doing it now. Mama, you could have been. Did you did you hear what it was happening? It would have taken me 30 minutes to get downstairs. We did were you? on some nosebleed seats. First of all, we were at the tippity top of um, I touch the, the stadium. The stadium, yeah. But did I told you what was happening? Shout out to DC. No, DC, you disappointed me, DC. Did you mm-hmm. not see what was happening? I I, I told you about on this. I saw some like TikTok. TikTok was so upset. People were like apparently throwing chairs at each other in the what? like on the what's it called on the floor the floor yeah, seats the floor seats yeah so people were like acting like a mess girls were just throwing like launching their bodies up there you know struggling to get up there and then like fighting right and then oh and then people were like getting on top of their chairs so they couldn't see they couldn't see it was like I mean listen I, I okay, love I get it but I can't be mad at them because Brenda be you're not like gonna act a like a banshee you're not and you don't tell me I'm not gonna try to you're gonna act like stage. a rabid animal I'm just saying like guys I, I like, know I, better it's Benito <laughs> like like I love Benito you know we're the first ones to talk about Benito mm-hmm. but like not to the point where we're like it's a concert guys it's a concert like and everyone wants to have fun and everyone wants to enjoy themselves and you're gonna stand on top and you're can gonna we and people were about, drunk people were picking we fights about how like um i've heard i don't i don't want to be the first one to say this but mm-hmm. i've heard that bad bunny um is almost getting close to like michael jackson type of stardom to where beyonce released an album right beyonce o sea queen b right la reina la reina y no le tocó she didn't even touch the amount of streams and like, I will say though that that album money. was like a different genre that she was putting out there though. this wasn't like her regular shregular little shindig that she usually does it is everyone's different. been trying to touch like different like rhythms different genres mm-hmm. and that was a whole different like techno house I mean I don't know the correct like term for it but that was like, a whole different genre yeah but like I mean going back to your point Benito is reaching a status of immense popularity yeah um yeah i would say close to michael jackson yeah i don't know if somebody wants to argue with me but like you can't the numbers are there Mm -hmm. the popularity in the thing is what people don't realize is once you have like south america central america then you're hitting the united states he's already popular here he's so the entire like western hemisphere covered good done but let's talk about why there has been a few big reggaeton icons, right, that have talked about what he's brought to the genre. And one of the biggest things, um, and I saw a few a few people talk about this, uh, was that he he shut down machismo in the genre. You know, everyone was like, "El se atrevió," you know, to I think dress. Arca- I even said it. Arca- uh-huh, Archangel, huh? That he everyone like you know in that genre is so like macho to be an alpha and eso salió de moda you know it's not a thing anymore What's no, for, no, no 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 it's not in moda for certain people anymore what porque you, you still have those like mofos that still like uh-huh, love I'm anuel and like, they like still go yeah. and like you know they're but all I'm about anuel about, still like, mainstream right now like why is he getting so much of a following in cada aspecto it's because he's touching an audience that has been for so long ignored 
for so long. It's a change. Like, yeah. Reggaeton is usually this, like, yeah, the, it's very machista and it's usually only talking about ass, twerking, twerking and sex and macho alpha or like what you expect. Don't call those men alpha. But I'm from those like, like those like, yeah, the typical patriarchal view on it. They have an audience that they want to reach, but like, that's limited them to I'm, this point. And Benito's changing it. Benito has shifted the whole topic. Okay. Speaking of Benito. Speaking of Benito. I'm Benita. No. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Let's get back to the Hola. podcast. Hi. Como están? How we feeling? How we doing? Welcome. This is the Sexy and Smart Podcast. I'm your host, Brenda. With and Christina. And we are so excited that you are here. Papacitos. Is that what we're going to call our audience? Mamacitas. Mama, our, our mamacitas y papacitos. Ooh, I like that. I kind of love that for you guys. Right? Like, you know. Let us know if you're into it. Let yeah. Us know if, you, if, if you don't like it, we'll figure something else out. I can't wait for someone to text. I can't wait for my brother to text me and be like, did you just call me papacito? Oh my God. Mom, get off the podcast. <laughs> get hop off. <laughs> um, okay, well, like, let's do some intro. Um, well, my name is Brenda. Yeah, we did just say that. <laughs> um i am born and raised in northern virginia um my parents are from bolivia and what else what else well if that's you uh god we're just gonna keep repeating our names i mean that's fine i feel like people need to distinguish us yeah if you don't know us Mm. because for the people who know us they're gonna be like that's goddamn christina but christina if brenda's bolivian i'm salvadorena uh Born in Monterey, California. Shout out to Cali. Hey, hey. Um, and then, you know, grew up also here in the Nova area. Mm-hmm. So from both coasts. Um, how do we meet? Should uh, we tell the people how we met? Sure. We w- we both went to the same university. Um, I'm, I don't know how it works now with the whole roommate situation. But uh, before there was a Facebook group page where people could DM each other um, to pick a roommate before, you know, we did registration and, and whatnot. And um, I'm pretty sure I DM'd Christina. You did. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. You probably saw that I was sexy and smart. And then you were like, she looks sexy and smart. Let me talk to her. Period. Period. And Should we tell this story? No. Of how almost you rejected right me? Now. We're not going to get into that right now because she gets so hurt. I did. Brenda, you almost rejected you me. You see, this is why we're not going to touch on You almost told me you didn't want me to be my roommate. Point is that we, we became roommates. You know what? Point is that we became roommates. No, let's go into this. And, you know, four years. Um, I'm getting mad already. At the university. <laughs> also, some background. Uh, so we, we both are from Northern Virginia. For those who don't know, the Northern Virginia area DMV. Um, it's pretty diverse. Uh, most of it is pretty diverse. It's very like South and Central American based. And the university that we went to is in Southern Virginia. It's a PWI, so a predominantly white institution. And the percentage of diversity is very low. I'm pretty sure the Latino popu- student body population was like 5% Well, we can talk about like back in 20 good old 2014 when we were attending there was we got a joke between the two of us because we had looked up the diversity population mm-hmm. at our university and at the time it was so, like not including african-american just like just that whoever, uh, the whoever other, identified right, as latino yes. too but they had like the other category you know and it was only a two percent so me and brenda made a joke that it was just me and her we were the two percent of of our university <laughs> I kind of we had look. a sign outside of our door. We for made a our sign freshman year. On, to like, shout out to eighth floor. Shout um, out. But we made a sign 
and we put a picture of the both of us and said 2% and oh people would come gosh. in and be like, what is that? Yeah, what is going on? But we liked talking about it. We actually started the um, first Hispanic organization. We did do that. On campus. We did. Shout, Shout out, out to our also founders. We didn't do it by ourselves, but yes. we did it. We did it. Yeah, we had it, some great support. Whose idea was it? Mine. Of course. Period. Period. Um, we We experienced a lot. We'll definitely get into some of the... What it was like going to a PWI as two women of color. Um, a little bit more about us. Um, what is it? So I am currently 26. Mm-hmm. Um, I am studying for law school. I am an aerial artist. So I do pole pole dance, um, aerial silks. And I would consider myself a gym mommy. You know, new term. Yeah. She said gym rat and I told her she couldn't say that. Yeah. She... I'm being bullied over here, you guys. No, it's just we're not associating <laughs> with these like meatheads. I'm out not here. associating with them. I'm just saying like there really isn't much terms with like women. That's why you that just made yours up. You're a gym mommy. I didn't make it up. I have Wait, I heard it oh. on TikTok a few times. Damn, so, like, so now you're just biting people's clout. Okay. I'm not. I'm going to give credit where credit is due. I'm pretty sure a Latina. Okay. You know, just, right. you know, bodybuilding, you know people very dedicated to weightlifting and whatnot but i recently not recently we got in two years now about to hit two years about consistency you've been putting a little work in big facts um her booty's coming along oh, thank you for saying that to me poquito a poco poquito like you, guys, you know if you ever see her in person i mean it's not like it's all there you know <laughs> but it's coming okay hold on for those who can't see us i who don't know me i am very petite i'm i'm pretty little i'm five two on a good day on her bad days she's um four nine you know don't she, be putting i'm five know, one on the my short bad people days. the short people are gonna come out they're me. gonna come for you i love you there's nothing wrong with being four nine i'm just saying i'm very little so for me yes. to like my frame is just naturally pretty small so for me to like bulk up and like start getting to definition it took some time like it took a lot of work um, Christina just genuinely has just a huge dump truck, um, shelf like you could probably sit there, Brenda, tranquila, take that and she right wouldn't now. even notice. Brenda, stop lying. If you ever on need my a name. concert chair, you know, just Brenda. look for <laughs> some curly hair. Brenda, you take that back right now, because when people I see, stand by. no, that's unfair. That's really unfair. You're gonna set people's expectations way too high. They're okay. gonna think I have like a Megan the Stallion like dump truck on me. It's, it's re- it really is. No, it's not. Every time we go out, every single time, there Brenda. are there are men and women breaking their necks respectfully. Brenda, right? And like she just doesn't. No, she's not give, that I'm is not true. Group. Yes, that's it not, is. That's not true. I'm sorry. We'll gonna, let the people decide. Honestly, we'll take a poll maybe at some point. But okay. like, I don't want I don't want to set anybody's expectations for like I'm setting if they ever it. meet us and they're like, oh, you said you had an ass. There's no she ass. does. There it's, is. It's it's a butt, you know. No, it is a shelf. Brenda, don't say that. I don't don't like get people's expectations up way too high. Have them high. <laughs> okay. Keep them high. Um. So I'm 26. Yes, you are. No, I'm. Wait, I am. Yeah. I'm getting so confused. You're My birthday is in December. Yeah. She's a Sagittarius. Oh, um, I'm a Leo. That's why we're all I think together. that everyone knew that. Everyone knew that. <laughs> Stop. Yeah. A lot of fire energy here. But I'm 26. Mm-hmm. About to be 27. Um, you talked about your hobbies? Yeah. Just a little bit about, you know, background. I mean, what, what do you do for work? Career. Oh, we're going to go into careers? I just kind of dabbled into it a little bit. Yeah. Um, Wait, I didn't even think I said that. Just kidding. You didn't go into careers. Let's, let's talk about careers. careers. Okay. Um, I currently work at a nonprofit. Yeah, she does. Here in D.C. And then I am currently studying for my MSW, which is my master's in social work. Uh, so that's a lot. I'm doing it part time mm-hmm. because I'm also still working full time. Um, 
that's a lot uh we've started this podcast so that's also gonna be a lot um what else do i do women it's not a lot we got it it's a studying like if anyone's in their master program right now like I, i feel you um i currently took up soccer again so I'm currently playing intramurals with co-ed people, co-ed people in a co-ed league. <laughs> um, that's been fun. I'm trying to think what else is going on in my life. I mean, listen, it's a lot of hustling. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's kind of what I have on my plate. What about you? I am currently, well, I just took, started a job at in, in corporate immigration law firm. Um, it's definitely been uh, a lot to catch up on. I'm learning a lot. I'm also studying for the LSAT. Um, it's the entry exam for law school. Um, and yeah, I plan ideally on starting in the spring and I'm interested in immigration and civil rights law. Um, I'm also single. (laughs) (laughs) Um, we both, uh, talk about the very important things. We don't have children, you know, I'm sorry. Is that what people assumed from us? At 26, there I have multiple friends that are well into you know creating their families with you know great for them. I'm just saying uh, that's you know, true. Step- that is true. And also in the podcast area, there are a lot of Latinas you know you know talking about being a mom at this age and and juggling their careers. And I think that's part of our big identity is that we're not moms and we are juggling careers and we are single. We're not engaged or in a serious relationship or any long term relationships, which is a different perspective than you know, other Latinas on these, on the podcast platform. We kind of went into it during like, um, when we were writing the description for like Mm -hmm. the podcast, we talked about like, uh, a reason that we started this and like, it's not the ultimate reason, but we just talked about that. We have both recently gone through breakups. Um, so yeah, we're both single at the moment. I don't know if we're ready to mingle, but no, 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 not at all. I'm not ready to mingle. I feel that we are. You've been mingling, though. I have been a little bit. And by mingling, she's in the streets. I mean. And in the sheets. You do not got to put my business out there. Brenda, this is our. What are we going (laughs) to. What else are we going to talk about? Somebody else's business, Brenda? Well, um, what else? We are sex positive. So you're just going to ignore the fact that I talked that you were. (laughs) You so you don't want to talk about being in the sheets at this point? No. Because people want to know if you're in the sheets. I mean, we can talk about it. So we're sex positive. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we, one of, okay, let's talk again why we wanted to start this podcast too. Um, Another one of the reasons is because um, as Latina women, um, in so many other platforms, we're completely sexualized. But let us sexualize ourselves or talk about, you know, our needs or, you know, what our kinks, icks, and turn-ons are. And it's, like, not really talked about. It's not celebrated as much. And I think that we need to be, like, to be quite honest, like, women can be way more horny and way more kinky than most men. That's that's big facts. Big facts. And there's nothing wrong with it. I think there's something so beautiful in celebrating, enjoying, you know, and understanding, you know, what gets you off. And it's something that we all experience. It's just our, our, it's our anatomy. And most women, you know, for example, me, I'm not even going to talk about most women, me, I didn't even realize, you know, where like what an orgasm was until I was, you know, well into two years of, you know, being sexually active. That that's insane to me. 
Shout out to baby Brenda. No, that was like, just going around, just getting penetrated. And I, I straight up thought that I was into women. I was really at one point. I was like, do I not like men? Like That's why? Sad. Because women, because I would hear like my friends, you know, in college talk about, oh, that it was really good with this person or their experience or what their orgasm was like here or whatever. And I'm like, I'm not getting that like explosion. I'm not getting that like high key moment. Like, yeah, it was enjoyable here and there. Right. But like. There is so much more than just penetration. Like there is so much more to understanding your body and every woman's orgasm is different, you know, and then, and we're not talking about that enough. It's, and it's not something to feel shame about. It's not something to be like, hush, hush. No, like there should be more conversation about this because I genuinely think that like, especially Latino community, there's so much machismo and ownership over the woman's body and femininity that like taking that control back and also letting men know that women are in this space to enjoy their sexual, you know. I mean, I also think we just enjoy having sex. And we really <laughs> just want to talk about sex as well. That um, too. And like, I get it. Like, uh, that might not be for every woman, you know. But 100%. Like, but we, there was a joke going on in college that sometimes you would walk into our room and we couldn't go like maybe 10 minutes without talking about sex. Oh like, my God, you're right. Like, it came up quite a bit i'm glad we so, were like that though yeah i mean i'm not I, that's why we're starting this right no, i it's feel like, like it's redemption for so much generational like even just with like my own family like i'm pretty much indigenous so a lot of the time it you know it was something that you don't talk about something that's not celebrated you know some women being married haven't even experienced an orgasm that's not like that's not okay you know that's but true. Yeah, I'm glad that, so within us at least, we're very comfortable talking about our sexual needs and our sexual experiences. And it's honestly open for you guys to, you know, either identify with, learn from, or maybe not do. <laughs> I think there's going to be a lot of like do not do's. Yeah, a hundred do not do's. Yeah. There's a definitely, oh. there's a lot of do not do's. <laughs> but I think we can take a break here. Yeah, let's take a break. We'll and be then, right back. And then we'll be right back. <sighs> Ew, don't kiss them. Mm. Ow. Hey. Hold on, mm. let's part. Okay. Okay. Hangover. <laughs> that was a good stretch yeah i've we wanted to explain further um kind of like what led us into this like new transition that we're going into mm -hmm. i think we're entering our independent era we've labeled it as such um but it had started off of well one i think you're changing your routine i've noticed i've changed my routine when it's come to my health as well and i think that's also Love led that. yeah i think it's also come from being like from wanting better wanting better mm -hmm. but also now that we've both left our relationships um I, I have this joke with Brenda that I can't seem to like do anything in my life without her copying me. Oh my gosh. She copies me in everything I do. Okay, I chose, all, I've done it first. I chose the university I wanted to go to. She chooses the same one. I told her from day one, I was going to join Peace Corps. All of a sudden she wants to do Peace Corps. Oh. She joined Peace Corps. I get in a relationship. She gets in a relationship. It's like, can we talk damn, about girl. that one time that we both got played by the men with the same names? Yeah. Time, yeah. But like men with the same name that were treating us in like similar ways mm. 
Like it was crazy. Mm-hmm. Let's try to um, refocus again. So back to like um, how we got, you know, where we are here because we're both single. We both came out of, you know, we had a real, pretty healthy relationships, um, mm-hmm. you know, before this space. Do you want to talk about how your relationship ended recently? Yeah. No, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's It's kind of like we broke up in the maybe end of August and it's now October. So, you know, it, it is still there, but sometimes I think that when people say they broke up with someone, people are expecting like a drama story or like they're expecting a, Mm -hmm. a story of like heartbreak and that just, that's not it here. Um, we genuinely care about each other a lot and, uh, to this day and it's just a matter of long distance. He lives in Colombia. We met when I was in Peace Corps and, um, we tried multiple ways to find a way to be together and um it just you know it didn't work out and we recently have just like decided that like as much as we love each other like we can't um we can't break this distance like distance is not going to change and I don't know when I can ever go back to Colombia or like if that's going to happen anytime soon because again I'm in the middle of a master's program Mm. so yeah but I that all of that to say that it's um as much as it sucks, I'm also like, that was like, I love him still to this mm-hmm. day. And it was, it was probably one of the best breakups. I mean, I've only had one other besides this one, but that was a, it was a good breakup. You know, it was mutually, mutually amicable. We love that. Yeah. That's so. hard. That's hard to usually get to. Yes. Mm. Yeah. So I, I am, I feel grateful for him to understand that. And yeah. We- Do you feel like, um, you've like left the door open with that relationship like what could happen or do you feel like you closed it um no I would say there's definitely it's hard for us to us we've been talking to each other for so long Mm. that it's hard to just close that door completely I think both of us are scared of going cold turkey so um we still talk, but it's very minimal now. And I think we're both like trying to transition to the point where we stop talking completely, mm-hmm. but it's getting there. Like, um, we went from like talking every day. to like once a week to now like twice a week or I'm sorry, from like once a week to like now once every two weeks once. And like, that's, you know, but it's, it's going like, you can see it. You see the progression of us like slowly detaching. I think it's definitely you starting to get used to just it being you. Yeah. You know, the use of like not going to someone and, you know, sharing what's going on with your life and what that looks like. And mm-hmm. so that adjustment is hard. That's mine. Yeah. You too? Um, well, I was also in a long distance relationship. Yeah. Did you say it was healthy? At the beginning. At the beginning. Okay. Um, it obvi- the, the reason, obviously, we ended things is because it was becoming unhealthy. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Um, so he was in the military. Okay. Um, he was younger than me, not by too much, but enough where it counted. Okay. And it was like about maybe a little over a year that we were together. Um, he, he was definitely coming in to where like I was emotionally and stuff. He was a hundred percent everything that I needed in my life. Mm. Like at that time, Mm -hmm. um, it ended because I, me and Christina disagree with this, but for me, it's, I don't think that love, loving somebody is enough mm-hmm. to, to stay with them. Um, I can love somebody fully and be like, this person isn't right for me. 
um, and still love them from a distance and have no point in my life, um, which has been really hard to do. But um, it ended, you know, just again, long distance is really, really difficult. And I told you that it got really ugly at the end. It got um, there's a lot of, you know, just immaturity. And he is also younger. Yes. But again, I don't even want to use it as an excuse. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. but I, I'm, I'm proud of myself in the fact that I kind of put my foot down with the way that I should, I'm okay with being treated, with the way I'm being spoken to, um, with my boundaries. And that's hard. Like, I haven't been able to do that, really. So, the, uh, like, stepping in that, also my age, you know, kind of now I've been in other serious relationships to where I can be like, this is not what I want and I'm done wasting my time as much as I am done wasting your time. Because mm-hmm. um, it's not, you know, once I see you in a different way now now like you're the person that hurt me mm-hmm. like i don't know how to undo that you know you lost trust and trust is yes. so hard to regain exactly so. but um right now we finally decided you know there was a lot of back and forth a lot because there's still feelings there you yeah. know i i, I really obviously wanted things to work with this person um and we talked about how we're both the same way too it's like also when we fall hard immediately we're like wait is this marriage like yeah we're like, i mean you i'm know, not playing games we're not to be quite honest like i really don't have the time to invest maybe it's also another reason why we haven't been in a lot of relationships that's true you know that's true i have only been in two serious ones yeah i've only been in two serious yeah. ones this was my third one yeah yeah but compared um, to like other people like i feel like that's not a that's lot true that is not a that's lot true. But it's like, so right now we finally came to the point where like zero contact, you know, which mm-hmm. it took a lot to even It takes get a there. minute. It takes a minute. And I want to give credit to like people like in breakups because like, yeah, people break up and some people never leave or stop talking to that mm-hmm. person. And it takes a while. It does. Yeah. But um, yeah, we finally got to the point where like, okay, zero contact is the best for us because it, it was just getting hard. Every single time we would talk, it was just more pain, you know? It's like, the same pain too. And it's like everything mm-hmm. we've talked about, we've been talking about. Mm-hmm. Now it's just the letting go that is the hard part. Yeah. But um, so I'm good with that. And I'm glad. I think he's at a place where he needs to be by himself too. Mm-hmm. You know, I think definitely there's a lot of growth that he needs to figure out on him, on himself. And he's also abroad again. And when I was abroad, you know, carrying the weight of a relationship, mm-hmm. it's a lot. It's a lot. Um, so I think this is the best for him as much as it is the best for me too. You know, I'm in the process of getting my own place. Um, you know, so I mean, that's a good transition. Yeah, because it's a good eh, it's a good transition because through breakups, people enter new phases into their mm-hmm. life, and I think that that's why like this part podcast is like immersed because. Now that we have entered this independent era, now that we've left relationships, I mean, we're 26. We're about to be entering our 30s like here soon, you know? I'm excited for our 30s. Like, it doesn't scare me at all. No, I'm so excited. Like, I am gonna, like, it is crazy how sexy I'm gonna be on you when I'm 30. Like, it's crazy. Period. Like, people think I'm sexy now. (laughs) Like, just wait on it. Yes, you are. Just wait on it. It's crazy. But, no, it's our transitioning to want to try new things it's our transition now that you know we're not focused on relationship it's all about us now Mm. so that's been this is also what i'm nervous excited and also seeking advice on um i like we've talked about we've both been in very serious relationships i've never been really in the space where i'm casually dating you know like what that what that looks like for me i don't know how to casually date i don't think to be honest, I'm not, I think that's kind of what I, I'm ready to get into in like the casual dating space because I don't 
it's not even that I don't have, I don't want to have the time to um, give enough like emotional or like dedication or space to a relationship right now. I feel like there's so many other things that need my attention, but I mean, the casual dating stuff, I think it can be fun if it's like managed in a way that's respectful, consensual, and like, I just get bored of people really quickly. But that doesn't mean you have to be with that one person. Well, that's what casual dating is. You could be like talking to somebody for like two weeks. You'd be like, oh, this isn't for me anymore. Let's go to the next one. You know what I mean? There isn't any like, there's no long longevity with it. Yeah, but that's if you find someone that's also in that. Because how often do you find like another dude that's also like... No, willing- then be upfront with them. If, if this person like after a few dates, you can tell that they... Or they even tell you, I want like... An, I'm actually looking for a relationship. You'd be like, oh, that's not what I want. Let me not waste your time. Peace out. You know, like be I feel like ass. a lot of the times people don't know what they want. And they say something mm. and then they develop feelings and it turns into something else. That's true. So it's hard. It is hard. Yeah. It is hard. But that is an interesting era to go into of like literally just casually. Yeah seeing someone yeah yeah um and it not just being friends with benefits you know it actually being like no we're genuinely interested in getting to know each other i feel like that's died out like do we see that often like where is that no i don't even want to say that maybe it is somewhere i think it's out there i mean maybe i don't know about my dmv boys but like Mm. maybe it's out there somewhere yeah um question Mm. since this was your only relationship with a latino would you date another Latino? Well, in the DMV, I don't think least? I told people that. But sure, let me tell the people that then. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, that was my first relationship. Yeah, that was my first relationship. So prior in college, I had uh, dated. Uh, my first boyfriend was white, and um, then my ex currently, yeah, he is Colombiano. He's Latino. Uh, what did you ask me if I would date another Latino? Mm-hmm. You know what's crazy? What? is before I met, um, so my ex, is, his name is Sebastian, his name is Sebastian, and um, before I met Sebastian, uh, I always assume that Latinos didn't like me. <laughs> I vividly remember you saying this. <laughs> because they wouldn't approach me. Like, th- like everyone else, truck. listen, everyone else, the rainbow was approaching me, minus my Latinos out here. Like, and I was like, what is it? I was like, do I smell too much like a pupusa? Like, what, like, what do I have that you guys don't like? And um, but then I was like, maybe I just got to go find them somewhere. Maybe mm-hmm. I'm just like not making myself available for them. But oh, ever since like Sebastian, I've kind of been like, yeah, I'm ready. I see the benefits of dating within I never had seen the benefits of dating within your culture until Sebastian. It's different. And it's different. different. And that's a whole different conversation. Yes. But yeah, to make a really long answer short, yes, I I am very much still interested in my Latinos out here. So yeah. I love that for you. Um, I'm definitely not dating like a serious, like relationship wise. I'm not into that at all. I what dating a Latino. I don't know. Damn. You can't just cut them off like that. I've, dated latinos you've been dating latinos you've been dating toxico latinos those are different that's a different breed mommy i just feel like the machismo within the latino community Mm -hmm. is it's still it's changed it's gotten better Mm -hmm. yes Mm -hmm. but it's still there to a degree that i don't think i'm gonna be okay with especially the type of woman that i am you know i i like I said, I'm an aerialist, so mm-hmm. you're going to see my my booty cheeks, mm-hmm. uh, more mm-hmm. skin than usual mm-hmm. um, on social media platforms. And I have no issue with that. I, I'm Especially even with this podcast, I'm going to be talking about my sex life, my sex adventures and things that I like and don't like. And for most Latino men, that's that's a lot. You know, that's a little I bit. I think you're categorizing them too much. I'm just saying with my experience. With your experience. You know, with my experience. I, it's I'm going to give them. I have hope for them. I have hope. 
Um, but what you just said, accurate. Um, right. And I think we should address it that like this, this is our first episode, but it's crazy to think. I mean, we, the only hesitance I had about this podcast was just like that, that I am going to have to open up. We're going to have to talk about ourselves mm. and I'm going to have to like, I mean, I'm not exposing anybody out here, but I'm exposing like myself, you know, yeah. I am being vulnerable. I'm 100%. talking about my own experiences. Um, and I feel like maybe we're going to talk about things and sometimes we're going to get it wrong. And mm. we would love, I know I'm going to speak for myself. I don't know if you feel the same way. If I ever say something that maybe didn't accurately represent like my thoughts in the time or like if I miss up and like I, say something wrong I am ready to like come back and like regroup and reorganize you know mm. when you're talking on a podcast like us doing it right now this mm-hmm. is just like a stream of consciousness that's coming through 100% so like if we ever like say something and it just hits somebody the wrong way always let us know too oh I think we're uh, always open 100%. to advice I mean yeah this is uh, a very new space for us I'm not gonna say that I know that everything that's right and what's wrong I'm only speaking from my own experience my own worldview mm-hmm. and that's the best I can do and this is only with 26 years of life you know <laughs> like we've learned a lot but there's a lot we're still gonna learn yeah I- <laughs> So I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that like kind of wraps it up for the first one. Yeah. That's well, crazy. This is insane. You did it. You Who would have thought? I did. I've Not been me. trying to get you to do this with me forever. I know. That I'm took so us only like here. three years. Literally. Well, we're here now. I think it's the best time in our lives to be able to share this with people. Listen, everybody needs to buckle up and get ready. Oh my god. Okay, okay. todo mundo. Ciao, mamacitas. We y love papacitos. you. We're not going to talk about like how many times we're uploading, where they can find us, if they should subscribe. You don't want to talk about all that? Um, yeah, I mean, we're going to be uploading probably once a week. Yeah. That is the goal. That's the goal. That's the goal. Please be patient with us. We're yeah. still figuring stuff out. We're get, the goal is to get us on all platforms. Yes. Whether that be Spotify, Apple. I don't know what. Does right anybody now, have anything else? Right, no, right now we're definitely going to be able to find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Okay. Those are the two places you'll f- for sure be able to find us. Um, again, this is the Sexy and Smart Podcast. Mm. Our socials will be linked in our description. Um, and we are excited to connect and converse with you guys. Yeah. We'll talk to you guys in the next one. All right. Love you. Bye.